this is Dr. Reginald Coopwood. We're on our second podcast of Lunch with Dr. Coopwood. We're excited today to have Ms. Sheena Freeman, who is here as our special guest. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Coopwood. Um, as you all know, we've developed our um, 12 premier behaviors, and these behaviors are what directs the organization in, 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 in providing that excellent care um, that our patients deserve, and they um um, seek when they come to, to receive care at Regional One Health. And so today we're going to be talking about being dependable. And so we looked all around the organization for the most dependable person. And you're the name oh, that came wow. up. Surprise. I know. I'm really shocked. <laughs> um, and, and and just a little introduction on Ms. Freeman. She's, for the past seven years, she worked in our patient um, relations department. And patient relations has a very special role in this hospital for the few patients who are a little disgruntled um, they're dispatched in order to talk with them and to help them um, through their concerns and Sheena will go 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 find a doctor go find a nurse sometimes she'll come find me and we'll sit down and we'll talk to those patients to help them through um, their disappointment but it really is um, an example of where she's always been dependable to really work through those things and we appreciate that now she's been promoted <laughs> and now she's our practice manager at harbor of health yes and we're excited about that and and we're expecting her to be as dependable in that new role as she was in her last that's my goal that is my goal well very good there's something i do want to clear the air there's a rumor out there that you told someone that you wanted my job well well yeah i did that's true okay we're, i'm going to be honest and not like immediately um, I think it would be good for you to continue your tenure, okay. um, maybe down the line. So um, I don't have to look over no, my no, no. shoulder don't be every nervous. day that no. you're going to go from Harbor no. Health to my job. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Oh, okay. No, right. so well, we I got just, some time. Just wanted to clear that up before we finish this interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She actually told me that, um, and, and that's fine. In our premier expectations literature, we define being dependable as doing what you say um, you will do and exceed the expectations. Tell me how you exemplify that as an employee of Regional One Health in your prior role and in your future role. Thank you for that question and thank you for allowing me to be here. Um, have conversations with you. It's not every day you get the opportunity to do that. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, I guess I think my parents would always say as I was growing up, say what you mean and mean what you say. Okay. And what that meant was be a person of your word. If you say you're going to do something, do exactly what you said you're going to do. And I think when we're talking about being dependable, it's, you know, being that person that other can rely on. You know, if you told somebody you're going to circle back with them and follow up, actually do it. Wow. Um, and I think that has been um, when I think about what being dependable is, it's being somebody you can others can rely on. You're trustworthy. You're accountable to others. So when I think about be dependable for, as a premier behavior, that's what I think about saying what you mean and meaning what you say. And that's that's very good, because <laughs> one of the worst things you can do after you interact with a family is to promise that I'll go get someone or I'll go do someone and not show back right. up. Absolutely. So that's, a, that's an excellent example. So why is being dependable um, important to quality patient care? So because no 
patient care is just silo to one department. It takes people cross-departmentally working together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's essential that if, you know, one department needs to do something before the next department can kind of do what they need to do, it's essential. Right. Um, if I'm waiting, for example, if I'm waiting on labs to be done in order to get an appropriate diagnosis, you know, if I'm waiting or they've not followed up, you know, that causes patients to get frustrated. Um, So it's just a matter of, from a cross-departmental perspective, it's important because everybody has to come together to provide the ultimate outcomes that the patient needs. So now in your new role, help me, I want an appointment and and you schedule an appointment and something doesn't go right. So your new role, um, you're now managing people as well as expectations of, of the patients who come through Harbor of Health. How do you how do you how do you exhibit being dependable there? You know, I think it's you got to be it's organic. Mm-hmm. Either you are or you aren't, right? <laughs> right? So I think in that role, um, kind of something I think that has helped me is I got an opportunity to kind of see trace back a lot of times when I was talking to patients what they were upset about, right? And I was that's why I wanted to kind of move there to be from an operational perspective. Now you're that person. I'm that like, person. Oh, yeah. So now who do we go to when, when you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my goal because I'm able to you know impact it prior to escalating the patient relations, all right? right? All right. Well, so good. it's just getting them to know if if there's issue stepping in, making sure they're getting that appointment. And then if I'm being dependable in my actions, I think my team will follow in that in, in that expectation. Well, they have, there's terms out there called, you know, dog whisperer, cat whisperer, um, horse whisperer. <laughs> I hear you have the name of angry person whisperer. It, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, like, it is. usually people want to shy away from people who are angry. And I guess that's just not my personality. Um, first of all, I didn't want them to come to you. I didn't want you to be the angry person. So I wanted to. <laughs> Has that ever happened? <laughs> so w- when it comes to that, I when it came to, comes to people who are angry, I looked at it as an opportunity, believe it or not, um, because people just aren't angry just because um, people are angry for a reason. Right. Um, and when I was in, inter- when I interact with patients and I find them to be angry, it's as a, as a, you know, because of something else. So I get to the root cause. Mm-hmm. I'm able to sit down, let them vent, whatever words they want to use. I listen, you know, and they get it out. And once I realize and fun, understand what their issue is, I can trace it back to what we need to do. And then at that time, you know, I can re- work with others, um, collaborate with others to resolve it. And how does personal ownership <clears throat> feed into getting that person who might be a little upset um, you know, I wasn't me, I, I wasn't here, or that was so-and-so and so-and-so, and, and they get passed around where nobody's responsible. Um, help help me and the organization to understand the value of taking ownership of, 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 of a patient's concerns, whether yeah. you did it or not. Well, I'm, I'm a part of the team. I'm a part of Regional One Health. So if one person, if the patient perceives one person to have done something, I'm going to apologize for that, right? right. So I, at that time, I take accountability. From that mm-hmm. moment forward, I'm going to see th- see them through the process. I'm going to work to help work to rectify the situation with the appropriate owner and then make sure I close the loop. That's what being dependable is about, closing the loop so that, you know, whatever the patient's issue was, it's addressed and you don't have the same issue them having being bounced back back and forth, closing the loop. So that's one of the biggest things that causes frustration is it's nobody's fault. Yeah. I had this thing happen to me, but nobody's taking responsibility. And sometimes 
And I tell people in, or in orientation, you know, if I work day shift and you work night shift, we're the same person. Absolutely. And, and what you do at night, I have to take responsibility for during the day. And so that's why I have to be dependable right. um, in, in my work. And that's what we need, you know, for the whole organization. So now you, you transition to Harbor of Health over there by Miss Cordelia's and, and, you know, where the food's real high and expensive. <laughs> And people may come out of there with cardiac arrest and walk across the street to your clinic. Well, let's uh, hope not, but, you know, if it happens, they're welcome. Um, so how do you plan on leading your team to provide quality care for both the patients and, and as well as the environment for the, for the individuals who work there? Because we have always kind of set that practice up with the intention of it being one of our kind of premier mm -hmm. practices to really draw um, – community there on the island to to be their sole source for health care right and now tag you're it and, right. and help me how are you gonna how are you gonna do that maybe i'll drive across the bridge <laughs> and get my health care there well first and foremost when i started in regional one altogether, my goal was to build relationships and that's what i did when i started i wanted to build relationships and that's my plan even in, in harbor of health um, I want to build those relationships. I want to go to those various businesses to let them know, hey, we're here. We want to be, you know, we want to provide that primary care to you. It's about building that engagement mm -hmm. um, with the community. Right. You know, I want to, you know, go to meetings and sit with, you know, people who live out there. And I want to, you know, really just get, I want to become a fabric of that community. Very good. Yeah. And that Harbor Town, downtown, just become ingrained organically in the community. Well, very good. You, you execute on all those things and pretty soon you're going to be asking us to knock out some walls and get you a, a bigger <laughs> space to practice. So um, what day, today is November 22nd, maybe one day. May, well, we'll look back. Day. All right, well, yeah. we, we plan to. Y'all wrote that down, right? <laughs> um, how do you help me as a mentor to be dependable? So I'm, I'm working in your practice. I don't know. I'm a nurse. I'm a doctor. Um, and, and I wasn't raised with the same principles maybe that you were raised with around being dependable. How do you help me, um, to think differently about how, how to exhibit that premier behavior of being, being dependable? Well, I think you got to evaluate yourself first. You know, if you if you got to first determine, am I dependable, right? And I think once you kind of understand, can people count on me and ask yourself, can people count on me? I think it's a choice. You know, you, you have to choose whether or not you want to be a person that people can rely on. Um, if you are that person, people can, you know, follow up with. So once you make that cognitive decision, I think then it can be organically ingrained in, you know, how you navigate. Can I be dependable on Tuesdays and Wednesdays? It, you got to be consistent. Oh, yeah, man. you got to be that's, consistent. That's be a stretch. Yeah, not only with your patients, but with your colleagues as well. You know, it it's kind of counterproductive to be dependable just with your patients because it's almost can't happen if you're not dependable with your colleagues so i gotta be dependable with the people i work yes. with yes oh man this yep. is hard um, yes. but it's important it is it is important it because is. it creates an environment where people want to work yep and and people want to come to get their care and it's extremely important um <clears throat> so you were successful as as a uh, patient um, experience representative people um sought you out people include you in emails to me sometimes um <laughs> so practice manager that's kind of a big jump um it's not trying to jump to my job no okay, no no, no. Right. you're good that's kind of a you're big good. jump um 
help me with what 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 how that came about well even when you say I was successful, let me say this. I, I was only good at my job because I had so many people willing to help me. You know, I had to collaborate with so many different departments and people mm-hmm. so that I couldn't be successful without people around me. So I appreciate all of the people I've worked with. Um, now, when, it, when you say it's a jump, um, I think it's, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of natural progression almost in the mm-hmm. sense that I saw from back in what patient had issues with and now I can able I'm able to kind of apply it from an operational perspective if I got concerns about wait times well now I'm on the front end to make sure that you know we're able to better impact wait time so I feel like I'm able to be a little bit more proactive with um, preventing some of those concerns from reaching you well and 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 I, I appreciate it and that the the real issue is not that I get the complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that we as an organization deliver on what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, and and so I get a few, not as many as I used to, but mm-hmm. maybe that was when you were hired. They kind of like dropped off. So hopefully, now that you're gone from over there, they won't come back up. You have a great team. Okay, you All have right. a great Ooh. team. <laughs> All right. they're, they're dependable. As yes, well. they are. All they right. are. All right, that summer lady. She's summer, still mm-hmm. around. She oh, is. Okay, she well, is. she always has a smile. And, <laughs> um, so you've developed a personal brand of people who who know your smile, know your engagement, and your desire for great. Um, um, healthcare here at Regional One Health, and 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 people know you when your name comes up. They know you. Um, how can you help and and encourage the organization? Um, and I, I speak in orientation about personal brand. Mm-hmm. I speak about the brand of, of Regional One Health. You just told me I can't just be dependable on win- Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah. It's seven days a week, twenty four hours a day, for every employee. Um, you, by being chosen to be on the Lunch with Dr. Cooper podcast, <laughs> you like that? I do, but it has a tie on it, and you're not even wearing a tie today, Dr. Cooper. Well, um, Where's your bow tie? I'm, I'm dependable with my bow ties Monday through <laughs> Thursday, but on Friday I try to wear um, something a little more casual. I understand. But, I understand. Um, maybe we'll film these on another day, and I can match the the, the board. Um, we'll, we'll we'll speak with get the with your wardrobe. Talk to your All people. Right. Um, so so how would you go about and and because this this conversation that we're having today and having a little bit of fun um, really is to um, for the whole organization. Absolutely. And um, I don't want the whole organization to want my job and. <laughs> You know, one day there'll be a line in my parking lot. But what we do want the whole organization, A, to want to be better. They want to find upward mobility like you have, as well as um, um, being dependable and living out the other 11 mm-hmm. um, things. So how would you, what, what's kind of some words that you would um, like to impart on, on the organization about the how if I'm not that most dependable person am I a lost cause or how would you mm-hmm. encourage me to do, do that's that? a good question and I don't think anybody is a lost cause um, I think when people really think back to why they chose to get into healthcare, care um, the goal is always to help people right. right even if you're not clinical you always can help people so if you can kind of go back to what your passion was when you 
went to school to do what you do or just, you know, when you apply for the job, you wanted to make an impact. Right. So just always think about how I can make a daily impact in the role that I play. You know, it's not just about, you know, can be in silos. What you do matters from, you know, front line to the, you know, to the top to bottom, what you do matters. And every day you show up and how you show up, that's your brand. You know, if you show up and people want to see you and they're excited to see you and want to work with you, that's your brand. But if you show up and people kind of go the other way and, you know, not aren't always happy when they see you, that's your brand as well. So if you want to, you know, continue to live out your passion, you know, get back to why you started. Get back to how you can make an impact on our patients because they deserve it at the end of the day, both our patients as well as their family members because they come here. They don't want to be here. You know, this is some, one of the most vulnerable times of their lives. And, you know, we can alleviate anxiety, frustration, fear, just by living out those premier expectations and being dependable. Wow. That's impressive. Um, even as a child, I, you know, my parents, we always traveled. And I just like going to different places and exploring different you know, um, environments just to learn. It's just a learning um, What's type thing. What's the best place you've ever traveled to? Oh, Memphis. Memphis. I'm sorry. Memphis. You meant to say Memphis. I choose Memphis. Okay. I choose right. Memphis. Where else <laughs> might you love to travel? Um, one one of the best places I've gone, Cabo. Oh. It was beautiful, and I did not do just the tourist things. I got to be among the locals, and so it was just beautiful to really kind of engage. Um, and I'm also I love I love volunteering with my church and. Mm-hmm. Um, interacting with my family and friends, spending time with do my they, family do, and friends. Do they like interacting with you? They love me. Okay. All right. They do. Well, that's good. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Oh, okay. All right. That's your, yeah. that's your view. I'm sticking to it. All right. Yes. All right. We'll, that's we'll, my perception. Perception your, is reality. All right. Yep. We hope their perception matches up. <laughs> um, so just kind of bringing this conversation to the close, um, your personal strengths, your persona that's you um how do you how do you see that in helping us deliver um on our premier um behaviors this is just one being dependable is a very key one we have um 11 others that we'll be going through um but tell me how you see you and who you are and 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 how you see the world and using that strength to improve our, our patients experience well, um, I would say that, you know, I'm I'm going to still always be me. You know, I'm going to continue to um, show up and always be somebody that's dependable. Um, it's been a great opportunity to um, be among people, my colleagues who are dependable. Even in my transition to a new role, I've had a wealth of help and support. Um, on the ambulatory services side. So I appreciate all of that team. Um, and I think it's when you can, when you know you can depend on other people and you have their back and they have yours, you'll always, you know, realize what your strengths are. And then ultimately you'll, you know, make sure that the patient's experiencing what it needs to be. But you got to first, you know, explore yourself. You know, where am I, where I, what do I do good? Where do I need some improvement? To thine own self be true. I think St. Shakespeare said that. So you got to evaluate yourself and make sure that at the end of the day, when you leave here, ask yourself, what did I do to make somebody else's life better? 
Well, Sheena, it was a pleasure having, you, this, having lunch with you, first of all. Did you enjoy lunch? I did. Good thing, you know, the garlic in the, you know. I told you, you could tell me if you hated the video. it. <laughs> um, but it, it's been a pleasure um, um, talking with you, you and hearing well. about your um, experiences and how you use our premier behaviors to improve our patient experience. So thank you thank again. You. And we hope our organization has benefited from hearing from you. And we look forward to seeing you around. And if you ever... Um, need a great place to receive your health care in one of our um, venues, I'd recommend Harbor of Health. It's a great thing. We have a great venue there. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Thank you, Dr. Cooper, so Thank much. You. You've been listening to Lunch with Dr. Coopwood, a 12-part series that features Dr. Coopwood in conversations with people around Regional One Health and elsewhere who are making a difference with our premier behaviors.